Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome, and thank you, and sorry for all the uh, live problems we were having. We're starting to about half an hour late, but uh, we are here and we are working. So uh, I want to welcome you all. Thank you for listening, and thank you for finding us. And you can find us in many ways. You can get us on uh, iTunes, iHeartRadio, WSRadio.com, and also on Twitter. And Marsha, how's that done? Well, I don't know. <laughs> if oh, great. you're on Twitter, yeah, right. If you're on, normally we launch at uh, noon. So if you're on Twitter, Jim Katzman, hi, Sasha Maida, hi. They're following hey hashtag Tech Radio. And if you follow hashtag tech radio, it's on my account at Marsha Collier, you'll be able to hear the show live. I'm real curious to hear how this is going to listen in uh, the archives, but hey, you know, we set up a show, we're going to do a show for you. Yeah, we figured out some technology or way to to make this work, so we're talking to you on our phone, so hopefully the sound is not terrible. Uh, But welcome in any Oh, it's terrible, Mark. (laughs) It's terrible. Well, we'll see. We'll have to listen to it later and see what it sounds like. Hey, I got an iPhone that's the best phone in the universe. It should be great. We'll see how that goes. Uh, so I, I know you had uh, lost a friend and a, and a big tech founder. Uh, you want to talk about that? Well, not just a friend and not just a tech founder. I mean, Tony has uh, – oh, Tony say, say – um, if you remember back in the early days of the internet, they had a thing called link exchange. Those were those yes. little, um, yes. by the way, Wade, if you can hear me, they can't hear us. It's way too quiet. They just hear little scratching noises. I've gotten texts. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, anyway, to- Tony started link exchange back in the late 90s. And that that was a pretty big deal. And that's when I started writing about eBay. So I called up Tony because he was doing this link exchange thing and see how it was working and everything. And little did I know he was there like in his 20s, (laughs) early 20s. And we had a lot of conversations on customer service and customer contact and what really makes an online business. And we were buddies. So Tony Shea, unfortunately, passed away last night uh, due to injuries suffered in a house fire on November 18th in Connecticut. And it's terrible. And Link Exchange, his online banner sharing network, which, by the way, none of the major news is getting right. None of them is getting this right. Listen to me, I'm telling you. It was those banner ads, not just an advertising network. It was the original. He sold it to Microsoft in 1998 for $265 million. And then he invested in a San Francisco retail shoe startup called ShoeSite. And if you've ever heard of Zappos, Sure. That's Stigma. what he turned to. And Zappos was huge. Zappos did great. And Tony always stuck 
to those conversations that we had that it was about customer service and how you treated his customer. Um, he had $1.6 million in sales in 2000. They surpassed a billion in revenues by 2009 and sold the company to Amazon for $1.2 billion. He wrote the book Delivering Happiness, which was also about the customer service philosophy we talked about. He was a unique guy. He had quite a history. He was helping transform downtown Las Vegas, where he moved his company to. They had a building in downtown Las Vegas. He spent so much money on helping develop all these things and owned a lot of real estate. And yet, Tony lived in an Airstream trailer in a trailer park in Las Vegas. So, Tony, we'll see you on the other end. You're going to be missed. And if you want to search and find out more about Tony, his last name is spelled S. Excuse me, H S I E H, and it's pronounced Tony Say. Wow, very sorry to hear that. That's uh, that's tragic and so young. He was forty six, was it forty seven? He was forty six, and when the news broke last night, all my old friends, all of us who knew Tony, were online, and and it was pretty terrible. So, yeah, very sorry. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Um, so in other news. Com- yeah, in other news, what's this about gas uh, raising their prices? Well, you know, we've talked about in the past how everybody is trying to you know, save money, cutting the cord, blah, 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 blah. And it seems that Comcast is going to enforce a 1.2 terabyte data cap in its entire 39-state territory next year. Now, realize that if you're downloading 4K TV, you better stop <laughs> Yeah. getting all the new fancy tech. And we kind of warned you about this in the beginning, um, but this is where it's going to pay off for the big companies. Comcast's overages charges are $10 for each additional block of 50 gigabytes, up to a maximum of an additional $100 per month. You can, as a Comcast customer, avoid overage charges by spending an extra $30 a month on unlimited data or $25 for XFi complete plan that includes unlimited data and the rental cost for Comcast XFi gateway modem and router. Uh, You know, we said this was coming, and just to add to that, Comcast is raising their internet and TV price, TV prices on top of the internet prices next year. Uh, the increase will add as much as four fifty per month to month for broadcast TV, up to two dollars a month for the regional sports network fee, and that's going to be probably the only way people can watch their local sports teams, right? Yeah. I mean, they've done that to us in Los Angeles. Um, right. Yep. I'm right. Sure. And. I their regional sports network uh, costs about $78 a year. So in a statement to Ars Technica, who always has everything first, a Comcast spokesperson confirmed the fees as well as a $3 per month increase for Internet only and a $2.50 per month increase for TV boxes on the primary outlet and a decrease of $2.45 a month for TV boxes on additional outlets. 
So there's a whole bunch of Chinese and uh, I didn't mean Chinese. There's a whole bunch of things we don't understand in the new pricing. But if you're with Comcast and you have no other choice, I, I'm so sorry. Just stop streaming 4K. <laughs> That's all I can say. Yeah, here's the good news. There's very little to stream to begin with. You know, uh, Dish Network has 4K. I can virtually never find anything on it. There's a few movies here and there that you can stream in 4K. And I have, I do have one 4K TV in the house. And I've actually watched some sports in 4K. And to tell you the truth, I don't really notice a big difference. You know, I go from well, and the thing the is, people are spending more money for 4K TVs, right? Right, sure. So, why? Yeah, well, and it's going why? to 8K already selling as we talked about a couple of weeks ago they're already selling 8k tvs which is kind of a joke since you can't even get much in 4k let alone 8k Uh, well and and the point is you know i don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist but (laughs) but it seems that they keep coming out with these new technologies new technologies because really how good is your site that you can see i mean so it's nice when you see the butterflies and the demo program in the store but for, you know, watching Jeopardy, you really don't need to be burning up all of that bandwidth because you're only yeah. going to enrich the Internet providers. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, okay, well, that's wonderful. Uh, also, there's a big dispute. I don't know if you've seen this on Dish Network, but supposedly Monday, one of, I don't remember who the, the channel is, is uh, Dish CW. Network. It's CW. Well, no, CW, yes, but they own like 160 stations or something. And I, I can't remember the company that they're in dispute with unless you know the what their name is. And nope. um, and you never know the truth of these stories. If you listen to, you know, Dish Network has a, uh, a video on there from their CEO or president saying, you know, they've, I've never seen a company ever try to get so much money. They're asking us for a billion dollars more. It's going to increase costs, blah, blah, blah if you don't do something. And so you might lose your CW on Monday. And I don't know if there are other stations involved in that, but you're right, Marcia, with CW. Um, so, yeah, this stuff goes on all the time, you know, and we as consumers never really know who's telling the truth, what's right, you know, and it's sad, but that's the latest thing to, to happen in the world of subscription well, television. And if you're angry enough, I say we start battering the Twitter account of the FCC and also tag Ajit Pai, who is the uh, head of the FCC, and let them know how you feel. Because maybe, look, we got Charlie Brown back. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, maybe you we can do something. So, by the yeah, way, Mark, do you play chess? Uh, I don't, but oddly enough, during last week's show, when you talked about this on – oh, no, I don't think we did talk about it last week. We didn't talk playing- about it, no. So go ahead and describe it, and then I'll tell you my little experience with it. Okay, so love the show, Queen's Gambit. Um, great show. It's, it was a great show. It's on Netflix. You must see it. It's the breakaway star of the year. It's the best show ever and definitely worth playing. But if you haven't seen it, it's about a young woman who starts maybe around eight or nine years old playing chess, and she becomes a chess master and grand champion a grandmaster. And as someone who at one point, my husband who passed, my early husband who passed away, 
uh, he was a chess master, and he used to, when we didn't have money, he'd hustle chess in the park. Oh. That, that is a thing. When they show in the Queen's Gambit all those people sitting outside playing chess, yeah. they're not playing doing it just for fun. They're playing for money. So I love chess, and there's a website on chess.com, and I tweeted out a link to it. And you can Google Play Chess with Best. Beth Harmon from Queen's Gambit, and it's at chess.com slash news chess view, or let me see if I can give you the chess.com slash play dash computer question mark bot equal Beth eight dash bot. And you can play. You can probably just Google it, chess with Queen's Gambit, and you'll probably find it that way too. Good, because that's that's a lot easier. But anyway, you can play with Beth, like as her eight-year-old Beth, which I have to tell you, eight-year-old Beth is really a good chess player. (laughs) Yeah, I just Googled that, by the way. I wrote play chess, and the first thing that came up was with Beth Harmon. So, yeah, just Google that, and you will find it. And it was funny. I've never And I tweeted the link at 11 a.m. this morning, so you can find it there, too. I've never played it before, don't know the game at all, but I thought just for fun, I'll see what happens when you do it. So yep. kind of while we were on, I was playing around with it last week, and it the, the computer, and you play, you know, from her, when she's 8, when she's 12, when she's 20, you know, so it gets obviously increasingly more difficult. So I, knowing nothing about chess, played as her as an 8-year-old. And I well, even if you know nothing about, if you know something about chess, start with an eight-year-old because she's an advanced, skilled player. <laughs> so I knew nothing about it, and I just started making random moves. And sometimes the computer answers you, says, "Hey, good move," or "Well, that was a dumb move." And I played for probably a half an hour, not having a clue what I was doing, and getting some good responses from the computer. So, I don't know, maybe it's my great uh, checkers history that that allowed me to play as far as I did with eight-year-old Beth. But it's fun, especially if you know how to play chess. Oh, yeah, I've played chess all my life, yeah. I suck. Interesting. (laughs) I I really suck because the whole key to being good at chess is being able to play out the next five moves in your head. Right. And, hey, I... Yeah, I can do three moves in my head, and then I look at the board and go, "Oops." <laughs> That's, it's tough to do this. The game is as difficult as that. But yeah, if you like it, uh, check it out because because it, it's kind of fun to do. It almost goes back to the days of the, you know, who was it? Was it Bobby Fisher that played the computer? I, I, I can't remember. Yep. Who the yep. Chef, Bobby, Bobby Fisher? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yep, so yep, that's yep. kind of fun. All right, so, you know, as we move forward on COVID and, you know, the spiking and going crazy and, and really nuts right now, um, and, of course, we've got the what appears to be great news about the vaccine, but I always wonder this. I don't know. What did you find out about what fabric should you make your mask out of? Well, first of all, I'm not going to wear just a cloth mask. I'm sorry. I know they are pretty. You can match your clothes. It's going to look cool. But if I'm wearing a cloth mask or a double-layer mask, it's going to go over a surgical mask, period, end of discussion. That's a lot. Yeah, I mean, and that's what I do if, you know, if I want to doll it up. 
but yeah. the point is, so these cloth masks, these fabric masks, they, you know, they work, kind of. Uh, a study found that a cotton T-shirt was able to filter 69% of particles during northern normal breathing, which really isn't enough. Right. Um, buying fabric masks is uh, probably two layers of fabric gives you 40% efficacy. Uh, bottom line, if you're going to make a mask, you want to keep, buy a mask, put inside a lining from a vacuum cleaner bag. Because vacuum cleaners, think about it, suck up all that dust in your house and don't shoot it out the sides. <laughs> Interesting. Right? I mean, yeah. that little thing is vacuuming away in your house, picking up all kinds of dust. I know because the bag fills up. And there was a study, and, you know, hey, during high velocities of coughing, even N95 masks filter 53% of particles. Surgical uh, masks filter less at 48, but that's if somebody's coughing in your face. Right. So this study, I think it's important. You can find more information on the Internet. But put in a liner of... A vacuum cleaner bag. Brilliant. So just the tip of the day. Yeah, that's that's kind of an interesting idea. I certainly would never have thought about that. Uh, but it's certainly, you know, hopefully people are now staying indoors, you know, at least, for, you know, we keep saying this. It seems like I've been saying this since March. Stay indoors. It'll get over with soon. Uh, and it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. So uh, we got to do something about this. So if it's the mask prevents you from getting it, use it. You know, how, how long well, in Los Angeles, we, we you know we have a new lockdown for three weeks. We do, yeah. We have a new stay-at-home order. So we're not yep. supposed to do anything for three weeks. This is just wonderful. Right. My birthday's next week. I couldn't be more thrilled. Uh, <laughs> and they closed yeah. outside dining, so that makes it even better. <laughs> yeah. Now, listen. Uh, yeah. The Peloton bike is so expensive. Not to yes. mention the monthly service fee, which I just yes. abhor. Right. You found a way to do a DIY version. How do you do this? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of interesting. Uh, the Peloton runs 2200 bucks, maybe more. Um, it costs about 40 bucks a month to subscribe to the classes. So the question really is, is the Peloton bike really, A, as a bike, worth $2,200 when you can get a lot that are a whole lot less than that? And is it worth $500 a year to take the classes? Now, I know everybody that used to be a member of the gym is not going to the gym right now because nobody can. Uh, but you can buy some real – oh, wait there. Hey, are you talking? Here you Okay, sorry. Wade doesn't know what uh, okay. Hey, Wade, we can hear you speaking. Oh, God. Okay. So, anyway, um, you can go out and you can buy some really, you know, not expensive bikes. They're not Peloton bikes, of course, but there's some really decent ones around that you can get between the, you know, say the 200 and 400 range. And uh, there's the Pi High S2 indoor cycling bike. 
features a 35-pound flywheel, an LCD monitor that basically uses um, cycling stats and uh, tablet stuff. It sells for about 300 bucks, not 2200 um, Really? It's Yeah. Uh, the S2 is also notable because it has over 600 user reviews that had a 4.6 out of uh, five stars. So that's pretty impressive. You can get the uh, Jorito. Now, I've never tried any of these, and maybe some of you have. Uh, X2 has a 4.5 star rating for $399. So you know, there's a number of bikes around that are quality bikes that you can buy that don't come with all the bells and whistles. So what do you get? You, you get the bike, and then you have to get a bike that has some kind of ability to put a stand on it because all you have to do is if you have any form of a tablet, you can use the tablet and accomplish kind of the same thing that you're getting on the Peloton with a tablet. And even um, Peloton has a $13 a month app. So instead of 40 bucks that you pay as the owner of the bike, you pay $13 a month and you'll end up with having a much lower cost. Uh, yeah, now, I'd do that. I, I would definitely recommend that because I have a uh, iFit connection with my uh, cycle in the house. Right. And it just, it doesn't move me. I'm not going to subscribe to that for 39 a month. Right. It's not worth yeah, it. You do it a lot. There's a number of uh, apps out there that actually let you compete in virtual races. There's one called Fuel Gaze, F-U-L-G-A-Z, that's 12.99 a month. There's iFit for 39 bucks a month, which is about the same as the Peloton. Uh, and then there's one called Rovi at 12 bucks a month and Zwift, Z-W-I-F-T, for $15 a month. And you can do virtual races and things like that. So you know, basically, you know, just do some Googling, find some bikes. You can get them at Amazon. You can get them on the web. Um, they're probably not tremendously. I don't know if they come, you know, put together. Or you have to put them together yourself. But lots of good stuff out there, and you can save yourself about two grand on the price of the bike, and about twenty to twenty-five bucks a month for the uh, the app. And like I say, it's even the Peloton app. So if you want to do that, you can save yourself a good, you know, thirty-six dollars a month on that. So that's the way you do your own bike or build your own Peloton. And uh, odds are the bike isn't all that much different than what you're getting on the Peloton. So uh, I think that's a good way to go. And if you're looking for some way to to have some exercise, especially now when we're all kind of sitting at home, uh, check that out. It's your DIY Peloton bike. Um, all right. So okay, what you, uh, you were talking about? Peloton. So I. Yeah, I have to tell you, you know, people have told me to use Telegram, which is a chat app, and it's purportedly the most safe app you can use because, you know, when you're using Facebook Messenger, I don't care what they say, it goes through Facebook's servers. Do you really trust them? Oh, it, it's really safe. And WhatsApp, it's end-to-end -end encrypted. Except for the only thing is to use Telegram, WhatsApp, or whatever, you have to upload your entire contacts. I am not uploading my contacts. You know, if my friends have exposed me to it, gee, thanks a lot. But I won't do that to other people. I mean, it would upload your private information on right. WhatsApp. So That's To do by the way, which is where this is based. Exactly. So bottom line, supposedly Telegram was encrypted fully and it was very safe. But they're only encrypted if you individually activate the secret chat option for each of your contacts. How many contacts do you need? Right. All <laughs> How many do you have? It's uploaded everything. 
Right. So if someone outside your contact list writes to you, your chat is not secure. Unless, even if you've activated the option for everybody you know on Telegram, if they're not in your contacts, it will not be encrypted. So you've got to be careful, and we're about to go out in a minute, but we haven't gotten to everything. But, hey, today's show is really hard, right? <laughs> so, yeah, uh, apologize for all the uh, the issues we're having here, but hopefully in the archive when you listen to this, or as you are when you're listening, uh, it'll sound okay to you, and hopefully we'll back up and, and running our normal show next week. Uh, yeah, just come yeah, back really- next week. Wade, Wade yeah. is hopefully going to put in the music. I can't hear anything, but yeah, well, we're going to go ahead, Mark. Yeah, no, I was going to say uh, we're, we're on about a minute. Uh, maybe just real quick, I'll tell you about the Verizon. Is it thirty seconds, uh, Mark? Yeah, I got it. Verizon's launching the Gizmo Watch Disney Edition ahead of the holiday season. There's a Baby Yoda face, uh, Disney Plus, Star Wars characters, and it looks like a pretty cool watch. Uh, let's see. It's um, I'm trying to see if they have where their pricing is on this because it's just going to be coming out. Got $200, and it's available. Actually, it has a $10 monthly fee. If you pre-order, you can get $50 off, and it looks like it's a pretty cool watch for kids. Thanks, Mark. So That's so cool. I, I think yeah. uh, it's a great one for kids. I think they'll love it. So please stick yeah. with us. Thank you for bearing with us. Hey, it's been 10 years. It's the first time we've had a major disaster. So this is Marsha Collier, Mark Cohen, Wade Taylor, and we're out. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Does your business do a lot of shipping and wish you could get more for less? Stamps.com is the solution. It's the ideal way to automate and simplify your e-commerce shipping needs. Easily import all your venues like eBay, Amazon, and others. Trips to the post office will soon become a memory. Stamps.com gives you postage on demand. Just click, print, and mail at discounted shipping rates. See why so many e-commerce businesses have switched. Visit Stamps.com. I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The WorldLink program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. Love to read but just don't have the time? With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash WSRadio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash WSRadio. I've heard this is like one of the best pizza spots in town. Yes, it is. I'll do a slice of pepperoni, slice of vegetarian. You got it. And I will pay for all of that in three days. In three days? <laughs> What's that mean? Well, wait, you accept credit cards. That money's not going to hit your account for three days anyway. I need my money quicker. At Chase, we hear you. With Express Funding, card payments are in your Chase account the next business day. Go to chase.com slash express funding. Chase for business, so you can. Compensated participation, all businesses are subject to credit approval. Not all clients are eligible for next business day funding and additional terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. 
Can you imagine a world without children? A world without their smiles or their laughter. A world where children don't play or sing or dream or imagine. At St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, we can't imagine a world without children. That's why we're working every day to find cures for diseases that strike down children everywhere. Diseases like cancer, pediatric AIDS, and sickle cell. And we won't stop until every child is cured and every disease is defeated. Because we can't imagine a world without children. Can you? Finding cures, saving children. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. To learn how you can help, log on to our website, stjude.org.